This is a Thunder Dog podcast. And I know no one's going to want to do that. And they're just going to bitch and complain. and Their jaws just drop to the floor. African Americans. <laughs> Maybe I should sleep with them. Your hand strikes and gives a flower. You will not play basketball. <laughs> this is the warehouse, or as I like to call it, the whorehouse. We still getting a regular man? I can tell it's part of the job. Of course, if you beat us, you're fired. <laughs> Am I Michael Scott? I might just be a basketball machine. <laughs> Foul. Naked aggression. <laughs> I think that's a good place to call it. Yeah. Alright, hello, and welcome back to Michael Scott Gives Me Social Anxiety. I'm Brad. I'm Evan. Let's get this started. Yeah, this is the podcast where we talk about the office and how anxious it makes us, mostly because of the man in command. The titular character. <laughs> I don't think he's a titular character. Are you sure? Doesn't that mean his name is in the title? Oh, I don't know. Is that what that means? I think so. I don't know what words mean. Sometimes I just say them. He definitely is the, the head honcho, the big kahuna, Michael and Scott. Sometimes I start a sentence and then I just... Don't know where it's going, so I just have to see where it ends up. Me too. It usually ends in me offering to touch my dick. Oh, yeah? Wow. All right. I appreciate that. I like that. All right, so... Episode f- five. Ep- episode five. Episode five. Season one, episode five of The American Office. Basketball game. Basketball. Basketball. Just basketball? Basketball. How would you describe this episode, Evan? Well, if I had to, in, let's say, approximately 280 characters, mm-hmm. just for the sake of it, just for the sake of uh, it, I would describe it as a friendly game of basketball between the office and the warehouse guys, and competitive when Michael puts working Saturday on the line. The Jim-slash-Roy rivalry is put to the test on the court. Michael ends the game early after a personal foul. <laughs> That's with air quotes. A personal attack. Uh, but no one has to work Saturday. <laughs> Pretty good. How do you describe it? Um, I would say, after the warehouse sets up a basketball net, Michael challenges them to a game. In order to avoid responsibility of making people come in on the weekend, Michael bets on the scrimmage to decide who needs to come in. Jim and Roy have a dick measuring contest to impress pants. Oh, hell yeah. True. Which is awesome. But yeah, how does IMDB discuss this thing? This time we only have our friend Mystic80. Oh my gosh, Mystic. Um, But they say, Michael and his staff challenge the warehouse workers to a basketball game with a bet looming over both parties. Mm. Ooh, a little ominous. Interesting episode. Yeah. Basketball. Sure. Mainly one big plot. It's one it. yeah, it's one event. There's no real side plots. Yeah. There's a little bit of Jim and Jim and Roy and Pam and establishing that a little bit, but like mostly just this one little basketball game. Yeah. And who's coming in on Saturday? Warehouse or office workers. Yeah. Met the warehouse. Hung out in the warehouse much more than previous episodes. Yep. I guess last episode, The Alliance, Dwight was in the warehouse a lot, so we yeah. saw it. But we never really saw any of the workers other than Daryl for that one shot. Yeah. So this time we actually get to meet them. Yeah. So we have Daryl, Roy. Older man. Older man. Uh, Red-headed East, East Europe girl. Yeah. And woman. the other black guy. Yeah. Yeah, the other black guy. Clearly, this is where we got introduced to the warehouse, because that's what Michael Scott was saying to Ryan. Yeah. As in the whorehouse. Yeah. But don't call it that, because Michael's earned the right to call yeah, it yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, how do you feel about the warehouse? Um, I think it's an interesting sort of, uh, to use a big word, dichotomy, mm-hmm. where it's like very, like, kind of white-collar, 
workers up top and then blue collar workers in the warehouse. Yeah, down below. Um, so I think it's like an interesting sort of dynamic to have that. Like, I don't understand why coming in on Saturday was the best, really. Yeah. Because like, if corporate needs like more sales or something, then why would the warehouse workers have to come in? Yeah, that exactly. doesn't help. Yeah, no one's shipping on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. Like, what is what's happening on Saturday? That needs to be done. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, if they have to ship something out, then yeah, obviously some of the warehouse guys would have to come in. Yeah, otherwise like, corporate it, just wants someone in the building to I hang guess? out. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a worthwhile bet if they're only making the other team come in just for the sake of, I want to ruin your weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they'd show up and be like, alright, what do we do? We have nothing to do? I'm going to go home. Because yeah. guess what? If Michael doesn't have to be here, he's not going to be here. He's not going to check up on us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And definitely no one from corporate. And he never wants to be there. He never wants to be – he never wants to take his own medicine. You no, know? Yeah. Like he oh, – I don't want to talk about how, how terrible the corporate world was. Yeah, he, he can't lose. Yeah. He can't admit he's wrong. Exactly. And, so – Oh, with Daryl too. I'm so glad Daryl – all the warehouse got introduced because the uh-huh. warehouse won't let Michael be who he is. Yeah, they won't let him that. off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of the most social anxiety-driven episodes. Mm-hmm. Michael is incredibly racist and incredibly homophobic oh, in the yes. first part of this episode. Yeah. And it hurts me. So he's picking his team for the basketball game. Mm-hmm. So he starts off immediately with Stanley, of course. Yeah. He's from the Bronx. He's black. so like He's course, black, so therefore... Of course he's good at basketball. Basketball. Yeah. And everyone calls him out on that, and he's like, mm, no, I didn't... I didn't say that i don't yeah. remember hearing that yeah the one black person in the office yeah exactly i don't remember hearing that like, jim's like i heard it yeah and then michael's like uh, i want to be i'll be a starter uh, i heard that that time yeah michael of course i heard yeah. it that time yeah exactly um that montage that they have about oscar behind the back or something uh-huh. gets it in um kevin kevin swish puts, puts his fingers in the cookie jar and man perfect swish with the uh Box of Kleenexes or whatever, yeah, and then Stanley just throwing it behind his back and missing entirely. Yeah. That was a, that was a beautiful little montage, and I yeah. love that. So he also refuses to take Phyllis because she's a woman. Yep. Uh, even though the warehouse team has a female on it, yeah, that Dwight um, needed to cover. Yeah. So even though he turned down Dwight repeatedly, as soon as he realizes that he can't, he won't have Phyllis on the team. Yeah, and there's no other like. Doesn't want Oscar. He doesn't want Oscar. He doesn't want Kevin. Yeah. Even though they're both good. Good. Yeah. He decides no. He's saving Oscar for the baseball season. Yeah. So. Or boxing. Or boxing. Or boxing. So he realizes he has to take Dwight. Yeah. Has to take. And immediately Dwight asks if he can be the captain of the team. Yeah. The power struggle again. No. Can I be the team manager? I'm the team manager. Yeah. Can I be assistant team manager? Assistant to the team manager. Yeah, same thing. Every single episode, it seems that he's proving the point of... He's power hungry. Power hungry. Yeah. And wanting to be better than Michael, but is still super loyal to Michael. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he picks his team. Jim, Kemp Ryan, Stanley, Dwight, and then himself. In the most... Yeah. One, super duper racist. Yeah. And then he has a couple comments of, like, being... Using gay in a derogatory term. And, oh, oh man. Yeah, that was racist, towards Jim, yeah. I think. Racist, homophobic, and sexist. And, yeah. Oh, this episode's no good, man. Like I don't even remember how it came up, but he was like, oh, because he asked Pam to dress like a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And she said no. 
And then Jin said, I will. Mm. And, and he said, yeah, uh, uh, something about, like, I don't want you to be too gay on the court. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't mean gay in a homosexual way. Yeah. He means gay in a bad at sports way. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, no good. Which <laughs> just means that he perceives gay as a blanket derogatory term, rather than just meaning someone who likes someone else of the same gender. Yeah. This was in 2005. 2005, I think that was prime, like, gay as an insult. That it's not, not, not okay. cool. That's like... I don't think I'm old enough to use those words at that point. Yeah, maybe. I feel like some of the, like, edgy kids probably, yeah, some of the bad probably, kids. probably were. Yeah. I stayed away from those kids. Yeah. I was good there. For the worst. Yeah, exactly. I was reading books. The social anxiety Michael's caused me in this is <sighs> incredibly high. Yeah, because it's just like... He clearly just doesn't respect the people that he works with. Yeah, but he wants them to be friends yeah. all the time and be okay with... Well, even when he's talking to Dwight about, like, everybody's gonna be mad and bitching, and, like, that's what yeah. he's scared of, and that's why he's trying to... Well, one, he gave the responsibility to Dwight. Yeah, to pick who comes in on Saturday. Because yeah. corporate wants people in on Saturday for whatever reason. the reason was. And that works so well with the health benefits when yeah. he gave it to Dwight. Just because Dwight's willing to take that power at whatever point. Yeah. And Michael doesn't want to be the bad guy. Michael is always... Michael is such a villain. Like, he is... He's the root of all the problems. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god. If he could just take responsibility and pick a health plan or pick who comes in on Saturday, then, like, yes, people not might not be happy, but, like, it'll solve all the problems of Dwight causing... Mass chaos. Chaos, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then the basketball game starts, basically. Yep. And um, a nice little montage of yeah. some people scoring and Michael being ridiculous. Uh, Dwight has a strange face mask on mm-hmm. and a shirt with an anime babe. Uh, and everyone else is wearing just kind of athletic clothing sort yeah. of deal. It, it's just, you know, some basketball is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael gets mad at people for not passing to him, even though they're scoring. Yeah, so especially like, towards Dwight. Yeah, Dwight, why didn't you pass me? I was open, and just like he he nailed the fucking three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> especially when Michael clearly is the worst player on the team. Yeah, except for maybe Stanley. Yeah, which is the best part. <laughs> Stanley's dribbling with his chicken wing arm out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, beautiful. I love it. Perfect technique. Michael and Dwight. Michael, I feel like this is the first instance of Michael like really not liking Dwight and yeah. just being outwardly mean to him. Mm-hmm. First scene, he brings the bag and it's like, Jim, you got your bag? I got my bag. Ryan? Bag? Yeah, Ryan bag. He does. Begrudgingly. And Dwight's like, Michael, I got my bag. Michael just walks in. Yep. Dwight's the one person that wants to be Michael's friend. Yeah. But Michael just cannot accept Dwight because he realizes that Dwight's crazy. Yeah. Obviously. Can we talk about how Jim is a fucking spaghetti monster? Oh, he is a lanky boy. Yeah, like nowadays he's like a heartthrob. And yeah, he's, he's 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 filled a, he's filled out. Yeah, he's, he's buff. He's been to a couple of war movies. He's he's been silent for a little bit, but man, Jim, like he's a he is a long boy. He yeah, he's gangly. Yeah, he is he's lengthy in every sense of the term. Yeah, <laughs> every sense. But man, he's got some moves. Yeah, I was impressed. He was a he was a basketball player back in high school, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it appears he's kept that uh, them skills. Yeah, with him. Yeah, his dribbling ability. Yeah. So him and Roy were kind of facing off because mm-hmm. uh, Roy was originally Michael's like man to defend, but Roy was too good. Oh, did they switch? Yeah. So so Jim switched. Uh, said like, let me take Roy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And that's and that's when the the back and forth. Yeah. Started the happening. real the real big mission. Yeah. Started. 
Yeah, because clearly they're both fighting to impress Pam. Yeah. Or at least Jim is. I'm not sure if Roy is. Roy might just be playing. Roy probably doesn't need to. Yeah. He knows he doesn't need to. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's pretty good at basketball, but, like, Jim is showing off. He's going behind the back with some dribbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing fake outs with, like, charging and then fading back for a jump shot and all that. Yeah, some good crossovers and everything, for sure. And, like, sometimes Pam is smiling when, when he dekes out Roy. Pam is always smiling. Yeah. There's no, like, more pure smile than, true. than Pam's smile looking at Jim destroy Roy. Yeah. But, like... And there's nothing more saddening than when Michael is mean to Pam. Yeah. Women are complicated. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What? Pam is, like... Pam likes Jim. Yeah. I guess she can't admit it to herself because she's with Roy. Yeah. But she smiles so much when she's looking at Jim, deking out Roy, yeah. and shooting the threes. Then at the very end, maybe one of the most, like, like it hurts me, social anxiety. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't see that kind of thing. When Pam and Roy are leaving, yeah, and Jim's sitting there, and Pam's like, let's get you in a tub, Roy. And then Jim's like, oh, that hurts. And then Roy's like, let's get you in a tub. Yeah. What was yeah. your... There was a lot of instances of social anxiety. Yeah. What was your top one? What's the one that sticks out to you? Uh, probably at the end when uh, Michael gets supposedly fouled, like r- literally oh, right yeah. after checking with Angela, who was winning. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, oh, I got fouled. I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to do this, but yeah, I'm but calling like, it quits. Yeah, it's just not a friendly game anymore. We're just being violent. Yeah. Yeah. So In perfect Michael fashion. So one of the warehouse guys asks, you know, is that... Do we tie then? It's like, no, we'll just say whoever's in tar- whoever's in the lead wins. Yeah. That's and of course, it. he literally just checked with Angela. Mm-hmm. The reason why he's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that he, people he works with aren't mad at him. Yeah. Not mad at him. Because at least Saturday. the warehouse, there's some separation. Yeah. Right? Like, he doesn't have to actually see them every day. Yeah. But you're right. What benefit does the warehouse people coming in going to provide them Thunder Mifflin? Yeah. If there aren't orders, what what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. And like, the warehouse workers are probably hourly, where the office workers are salaried. Yeah. So they'd actually be causing more. more like, they'd be spending more yeah, yeah, yeah. to have the warehouse guys come in yeah. than if they the office... They just brought the salaried people yeah. who are getting paid by the year anyways. Yeah. A lot of people other than Michael Scott gave me social anxiety. True. Jim and Roy, that was giving yeah. me a little bit of tension between their little dick measuring contest. Yeah. But especially to add on to what you were saying... The moment after that, when all of the bigger guys oh, were... Are just encircling Michael. Yeah, Michael makes a terrible situation by doing that. And it that yeah. makes me want to die. But, like, I've never... Like, I feel so bad for Michael when these three bigger guys are clearly bullying him yeah. into, like... We're not coming in. Yeah, and it's like they're not, like... It, it's, it, a... it's like they're not wrong. Michael's being the dick first. He's creating the situation. Yeah. But, like, just the retaliation for it is, like... It hurts me. It feels like it feels like I'm watching someone bully someone else right now, and I just like I'm just staring at it. Oh know? yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Michael manages to weasel his way out without admitting he's wrong again. Yeah. By well, everyone knows, but like he just sort of chickens out. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you thought I was serious? Yeah. That wouldn't help boost morale at all. Yeah. Exactly. No. No, it wouldn't. Which is funny because like he chickens out. But he yeah. he created the situation by calling Daryl a chicken. Yeah. And that's how the bet got made. That's how it got up to Yeah, because uh, Daryl came night. with whoever win or whoever loses buys the winner's dinner. dinner. Yeah. And then Michael had to up the ante because it's Michael. And not only does he, like, chicken out of telling the warehouse guys to come in, he 
immediately is just like, you know what? The, my guys are going to come in. Yeah. And he reverses that eventually, but like he tells the warehouse guys like, oh, yeah, we won. You have to come in. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. And then, yeah, then everyone's demotivated from... Yeah. Because the- they were winning, and then, like, they wanted to just finish out the game, and then Michael didn't let that happen. Yeah. Michael creates the situation. Yeah. Like, it's... And that's what hurts, is how yeah. he creates the situation, and then, like, backs out, or it doesn't apply to him kind of thing. Like, yeah. He's just the worst leader, and it hurts me. It he, just hurts me. He's a very selfish person. Yeah, like, for sure. He want he only cares about people liking him and not having to do that much work. Yeah, and, and pretty pe- much. And people like recognizing him as a leader. Mm-hmm. Like last episode when he was talking about like he doesn't want to just disappear when he retires. He wants to make an anonymous donation to a hospital, but then tell everyone that he was the one that made the donation. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like he he Good wants call. To, he wants to be the like philanthropy like yeah the the hero the yeah. unsung hero that is totally sung about yeah. Ryan and Stanley showering in the bathroom. Yeah, that's just weird. doing their thing, hanging out. That was like, oh, okay. just like taking paper towels and like wiping themselves down. Yeah, in the office. That, like, but I do like that. Like, there's that difference between the office guys doing that, and then you see Roy come in, and he's still wearing his shirt that has like the sweat stains. Oh, was the neck. he? Yeah. Oh, like he put his like shirt yeah, his back on top, his his uniform back on top, yeah. but he's still wearing just like. His sweaty ass shirt and his hair was still all matted down. Jim and Roy also gave you some, gave yeah. me some social anxiety for sure. Their relationship though, I didn't realize it before. Is there? Let me ask you: Is there respect built afterwards? Um, Does Roy respect Jim by the end of the episode? They're fighting by the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think Roy like. Yeah, he he's Jim's better at basketball, but I don't think that makes Roy respect him at all. I only ask because clearly throughout the episode they're fighting. Roy sort of elbows Jim in the face, and then yeah. Jim shows him up bas- basketball style. Because Roy's very much like brute force, yes, basic sort of barbarian style. Yeah, for sure. Whereas Jim is more of a rogue. If I may take it to D and D. Oh yeah, if you'd like to. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 wants to trick people out. He wants to outclass them, outskill them. Yes. Yeah. Roy's much more of like a, I'm just going to knock you down until you stop standing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Not wrong. That's so totally, and like, Roy's down. And like, Jim's even smart. before the game, like, he comes out in his basketball attire and like, just starts macking on Pam. Yeah. In oh, front of Jim. Yeah. Like, that's definitely a power move. Think but, so? Yeah. I think Roy's oblivious to that. I think Roy doesn't. But last episode he came in like, you trying to feel her up? Oh. Trying to feel? Oh, you think so? He knows, he knows something's happening, I think. I'm confused about the Jim-Roy relationship and how it changes throughout. Because, yeah, first episode, super duper awkward with the bag that mm-hmm. Roy had. Next time we saw him, I think, was with that, where mm-hmm. are you going to cop a feel? And yeah. sort of charges Jim a little bit. You think that was a power move, making I... out with... Making out with Pam. I think so. I, I can think, see that. I, can I think see that. he's very much like a. I think he's. I think he's very much kind of like the the alpha male type. Like I know that's not actually a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think he feels that way. Like he has to be the biggest guy in the room mm-hmm. with like I get the women. I get to hit hard. Like that yeah, sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He wants to be the biggest, baddest boy. Very base. Very gorilla. Yeah. Kind of thing. He wants to be the silverback. Yeah. I wonder about the does with the Larry Bird comments. Yeah, uh, Roy comes in and is like, "Oh, Larry Bird, 
talking to Jim. Yeah. He was just sitting there. That made me think that, like, oh, maybe there's respect now. Because I know that later, Roy will come up to a Jim and be like, hey, I know you're a cool guy. Watch out for Pam tonight, kind of thing. Yeah. Trusting him to not do anything, right? So I wonder, I want, I thought maybe this is the moment where that switch may have happened. I still maybe, I still think that might be. Maybe. But yeah, with your power play move, your power play thought. And, like, I think, like, the let's get you in a bag. Like, yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. He, he's very, he is definitely very basic. But yeah. At the same time, I think he sees Jim as a threat. Just like from, I think I think maybe Roy feels like he doesn't belong with Pam in a way. Yeah. Like, like Jim and Pam are on the same level. Like literally, they're in the same on the same floor of the office. Like, yeah. They're they're like I guess more of equals. Where he's like the blue collar guy. Below. Like. So maybe he feels like even though he's the big strong guy, he feels like segregated, different, just sort of like at a lower class because of that. So he has to compensate by like being overly aggressive and overly sexual and stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. And and like this is my territory, sort of yeah. sort of deal. I think I see Roy as more of a completely oblivious. Mm, I, I I think there's an argument for that as well. Yeah, com- like like he's just like. Like, I think that he's just, like, just going through the motions and, like, just reacting to the normal. He doesn't think. He just doesn't think about things. Right. Clearly, he saw Jim. He blatantly saw Jim. Yeah. I'm not sure if Roy's aware if... Maybe he is. Is Roy aware that Jim is trying to impress Pam with the basketball scene? Because it comes to blows a little bit. There's yeah. some arguments going on in the court. Hmm. Is that because Jim is trying to impress Pam? Or is that because... He's just competitive. He's just competitive. And they're the... So like one on one, man on man, sort of yeah, kind of situation. I don't know. Hmm. I yeah, think that, I that's think an interesting debate. I th- definitely, it eventually comes to he knows Jim is interested. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually. But it might not be yet. I think the Jim Roy relationship might be one of the most interesting relationships. Yeah, at least right now, and it will be for a little bit. In the parts that they are together, mm-hmm. or conflicting, or discussing definitely very it's it's a birthplace for social anxiety too oh yeah like it like hurts the competing over a girl is never a yeah a fun time I yeah guess. never a never a fun time for sure oscar oscar got hoops yeah kevin's got hoops sure does that's the other thing like uh after the game uh kevin's like just sinking sinking shots mm-hmm. I, I don't know basketball terms but like that's actually the guy who plays kevin yeah, and then same thing with Jim. Like John Krasinski was actually doing that. Yeah, which is kind of fun. That is kind of fun. They're just playing basketball. Yeah, like that's that is kind of cool to see that people can actually do that. Yeah, <laughs> like well, obviously people can because that's how TV is. But yeah. can we just talk about Ryan's hair real quick? Did you notice it? What about it's got he's got a sick flow. He's got a mane, and I love it. Yeah, it's long and it is it is thick. It is luscious. Yeah, he's. They've all got 2005 hair. Yeah. It's all, like, a little bit emo. Like, just a little too shaggy. Just a little bit? Yeah. Like, it's gonna get tightened up soon, but, like, right now it's just a little shaggy. Just a little shaggy. I was gonna ask, well, I I already know, but there's you right now. When you were young, when you were in high school, what kind of hair did you have? Oh, I've had long hair since I could talk. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Because, yeah, like, when I was a kid, I had short, short hair. Then, Mm -hmm. preteen, teenaged. Preteen to early teenager. Long hair, long mm. flowing hair. 
the word on the str- the word in the schoolyard was uh, chick dig my my poopy hair. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a shout out to the the homegirls back at UC. <laughs> um, they'll know what I'm talking about. Tweet us. Yeah, exactly. Then after that, short hair, and then after mm. that, I am where I am today, with no hair. Yeah, or very little of it, shaved head. I'm just too lazy to uh, decide what I want to do with it. Mm-hmm. So if I don't cut it, I don't have to think about it. Maybe this is our first season at the office. And then throughout hours, our hair will get better. And then, Maybe. I don't know why I just noticed Ryan's hair, but I did. I noticed it, and it was luscious and beautiful. He hasn't talked to Kelly yet at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the... Bigger plot big, points. It yeah. becomes a big part of their both their characters. Yeah, that's, like, basically their main thing. Yeah, their relationship. Their relationship. Smaller little points of contention, uh-huh. of social anxiety. Yeah. Michael just drops the downsizing, like, all the time. The yeah. final words is, like, the the whole team, the whole upstairs office workers are like, okay, now we have to come in on Saturday. What time do we need to come in? Officer asks. Mm. And Michael decides, like, yeah, you know what? Let's not come in. It's not going to help with the downsizing. Yeah, one day of extra work isn't going to yeah. change the downsizing. Walks in the office. And yeah. then everyone, Phyllis, Dwight, are like, Oh, fuck. Okay. Like, all right. He does it earlier, like, when he says, like, he says something. He's like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. Yeah, and exactly. He's, like, he, he's kind of conceded to the fact that it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to make those decisions, but he hasn't figured a way out of it yet. Yeah. Season one clearly is all about the downsizing, yeah. now that there, you only have one episode left after this one. Yeah. This series could end after the sixth episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just have this one be, have this be a a one little moment for this one branch mm-hmm. about this one issue of downsizing. Yeah. I mean, there's still there's still the potential of a branch closing. Like, that's not off the table for corporate yet. Yeah, for sure. So, like, as far as we know, it ends next episode with them yeah. just being like, all right, uh, we're closing. Go find new jobs. Yeah, exactly. See you later. Or go into the... The, uh, the other Stanford branch. branch? The Stanford branch. With the Stanford branch. Cheetah Jones. Is that who that is? Yeah, is that... that's the girl. Oh, yeah? Anne, I think. No. Anne is her character in Parks and Rec. Great. Uh, <laughs> the one that Jim uh, oh, dates for a bit. Slash remember that show now. And Andy Bernard. Bernard Dog. Yes. Yes. Anything else you got to say? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not about this episode. It's a good episode. Uh, definitely a little a little uncomfortable. A little awkward. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, I'm thinking we, let's get started into ranking this one. Let's do it. Evan, we have three lists that we like to make here. Three. Tell me what they are. The first one, mandatory viewing. Mm-hmm. Is this episode integral to the plot? Do you have to watch it to understand the overarching plot of The Office? Yes. Number two, how good is it? Just like, is it a quality episode? Yeah. How much did we enjoy it compared how, to how, all the other episodes we've watched yes, so far? exactly. And number three, how... How much anxiety did it induce in us? How much social anxiety? How, how, many, uh, how many times did we cringe? How many times did we tense up? How much did it hurt? Mm-hmm. What is the what is the top cringe? What is the bottom cringe? Yeah. Is this episode necessary to watch? I'm saying no. No? I'm saying no. I think in the long run, yeah. No. It's not mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um, it... What's your debate? What's your conflict in your head? It furthers the 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 Jim Pam storyline in a way, yeah. Where it shows that Pam is having an issue 
between staying with uh, Roy because you know they've been together for so long, mm-hmm. they're engaged, and like you know there's some sort of attraction there. Yeah. Versus Jim, who like makes her happy every time he does something. Yeah, every time he looks at her. Yeah. So like, does she stay with someone more comfortable, or does she risk it for the biscuit? Named Jim Halpert. Risk it for the biscuit. I like that. Um, but generally, no real advances were made. Like, yeah. We not we know the downsizing is still impending. We know Jim and Pam are still interested in each other. Mm-hmm. We know Dwight lusts for power. But in the end, like I guess, push comes to shove, there is no real development there. Yeah. This was one incident, one little super basketball game. It was... Unless we want to say it is mandatory because we're introduced to the warehouse. It's a whole new aspect of the office that we haven't seen before. Yeah. And that's where I think the only benefit might be. The Jim and Pam storyline, I don't think it's moved forward. That hasn't been moved forward. It doesn't push the envelope for them. No. You know that Jim and Roy have issues because we decided that you need to watch um, the Alliance. Yeah. Where Roy charges Jim. Yeah. Right? Um doesn't move that forward much more. It moves the Jim-Roy relationship, and that's yeah. an important relationship. Because previously, Jim was sort of passive in that, like, while Roy's around, I'm going to back off. Yeah, exactly. And now he's like, well, Roy's here, and I'm going to... I'm going to show I'm, Roy up. I'm going to show him up. Yeah. But at the same time, he does back off at the end, too. Yeah. Um. So that's still... And of course, he has to, yeah. right? In the end, he knows it's not his place. At least not right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, The Michael thing. This... I feel like this was an episode to more show how crazy michael can be yeah um primarily so like but we know how bad he can be yeah with um the first episode and we don't need to watch we did not need to watch episode two episode one the alliance episode two is definitely pretty i feel like he's got enough cringe this is an episode where like michael really ramps it up yeah and i'm excited to start talking about that because yeah um new levels yeah new levels so many times I don't think it's necessary. Be- warehouse? Warehouse isn't exactly a complicated area. Yeah. We we saw it in passing last episode in the Alliance. Yeah. We assume people work there. Yeah. And we've sort of seen, yeah, we've seen little people, like, hanging out. They talk about the warehouse in, in the Alliance. Yeah. I'm not sure if the official, like, this is the warehouse is necessary. I don't think yeah. it is. Maybe not. All right. So I think we're going to con- say no. Say no to that? Okay. No. We can agree on that? Well, enjoyment-wise. Enjoyment. Where are you at on this? Pretty good episode. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like it. I think it's... I think it's fun and just like a... It's sort of a different sort of vibe than just like, well, we have to sell paper. Mm-hmm. So it, it's sort of different in that way. And also, like, you know, Michael being a terrible person is yeah. mildly entertaining. So where would you put it in relation to the other four episodes? I might go middle of the pack again. Like, below one, above four. I don't know if it's better than four, though. The Alliance? Yeah. I might put it below the Alliance. My two spots I'm thinking about is below the Alliance, or even below episode two. Really? Yeah. This is an episode that made me feel social anxiety. Uh Uh-huh. Much more so than maybe any other episode. Right. But. Not necessarily in a fun way. Yeah. It's a fun one. Yeah, but there wasn't very many, like, like this is a nice... Hot jokes. Yeah, exactly. This is a nice little adventure kind of thing. Okay. Nothing that made me, really, made me like, burst out loud laughing. So, 
Is it better or worse than Housewives? Is it better or worse than Housewives? That's that that's our question right now. Does it go at the bottom of the pack or does it go second to the bottom of mm-hmm. Hotel Scat? I'm I think I'm gonna push. I think I'm gonna push for this to go below Hellscat. Below Hellscat. But I want you to tell me why it should go above Hellscat. Or uh, even above the one above Hellscat. I I'm yeah, I don't think it belongs above Alliance. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's either above healthcare or below healthcare. Yeah, the Alliance the Alliance is a good one. I honestly just don't remember healthcare that well. Like, we watched it yesterday, and it's already sort of gone in my mind. Okay. Whereas I feel like this is a memorable episode with basketball. Yeah. Okay, I can um, see that. But I will defer to you. Where do you think it belongs? I think bottom of the rankings right now. Okay. We could put it above healthcare. If you want to. No, let's put it below healthcare. Put it below? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. Okay. It seems like that in healthcare, this in basketball and healthcare. They're very close, I think. Yeah. They both sort of run the same kind they're, of thing. They're decent episodes, but they aren't gut busters. They aren't furthering the plot in any meaningful way. Yeah. They're just kind of snippets that you could take or leave. Yeah. Doing their own thing. All right. Final list number three. This is... I'm excited for this one. All right. I think this is either number one or number two. I would agree with that. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's it's a very – we're getting into – back into, the, like, the real world issues, mm-hmm. right? Like, currently our top-ranking cringe social anxiety episode is Diversity Day. Yep. Which is directly about handling race in the worst way Great. imaginable. Possibly. Ever, and in this way, and in this episode, he there's it's not as direct, but he has Michael has issues with race, sexuality, gender, mm-hmm. as well as being an incredibly like petulant, greedy sort of character. Yes, yeah, a small individual that's yeah, just like where, the worst person. How come you didn't pass me? I was open. It's like, well, I hit the. Yeah, because I, 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 I was open. Because yeah. I had the ball and I could shoot it. Yeah, because I wanted to be the hero because I could be the hero and you couldn't even though yeah. you wanted to be. Like, you were airballing like, yeah, free throws. He, he hits those normally, though. He hits those on a normal day. Yeah, African-American jaws were dropping. Yeah, exactly. There are so many small little moments that make you feel that social anxiety. And yeah. not just for Michael, but between Jim and Roy, between like Ryan and mm-hmm. Stanley. Yeah. Um, so many little moments like that that just make me, like, feel awkward. And especially because... Especially you, with Michael, with the bigger moments. You can feel that, like... The people in the office understand that Michael is a is a nut job. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand how things work, mm-hmm. and he's gonna cross the line a lot. Whereas I feel like the warehouse guys maybe don't get Michael to that same extent, and yeah. will not put up with him. Mm-hmm. Which just means, like, they were willing to threaten him, basically... Yeah. To, to avoid coming in on Saturday, where I don't think anyone else in the office would. Yeah, that like, that moment, I think, is the biggest social anxiety moment I've had yeah, watching it, this so far. It's just, like, the heart-dropping moment of, oh, Michael, just just give up. Yeah, or, like, oh, like I don't even like I don't even know what to do in that situation. Yeah, like, like Michael created it. And do that's you stick to your guns because you're in charge, or do you admit you're wrong? Yeah, do you, like, shrink up and shrivel, like, and that's what he did, obviously, right? So that was the biggest moment. But is it worse than like the yelling "try my cookie cookie" at at Kelly 
to the point of getting slapped. There wasn't Mike the silences. Michael's silences. There wasn't a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And if there was, it was um, during that moment. Yeah. The moment that Michael created and then got bullied back into it. Into submission. Yeah. There wasn't those big silences, but I I think that the sheer amount and the diversity of the social anxiety Mm -hmm. moments, I think it's bigger than diversity there. All right, let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. You, you accept that? All right, so we have decided no, it is not mandatory viewing. Mm-hmm. It is currently our worst episode. Okay. Not to say it's bad. Enjoyment-wise. Just to say it is currently our least enjoyed episode. Where do you think it's going to stay, real quick, for the rest of these? Um, I don't know. I feel like they're... The episodes that we would rank low on enjoyment are the episodes that I'm not going to remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Right? So, throughout the eight more seasons, there are definitely going to be episodes that I don't remember or care for or Mm -hmm. care about. Mm -hmm. So, I wouldn't be surprised if it stayed low, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be the bottom. Yeah. I agree. Um, And then it is currently our most anxiety-inducing episode. Yeah. I like that list. Which... For the, no, not yeah. It's the first, the first time, time that we are not we have diverged from enjoyment and scariness in the most extreme way that we could. Yeah, very which interesting. Is, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Anything else? That is all three of our lists. And with that, I think this second next episode is the season finale. That's season right. One. We'll have to figure that out. Uh, it's called the Hot Girl. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, oh yes, it is the the purse selling girl. Yep, I think it sure is. It's um, Isla Fisher. Sure. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. Oh really? Borat's wife. That's nice. My wife. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts are sold, sold or hosted or whatever. iTunes, Google Play, etc. Mm-hmm. Also YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us Changes. know what you think. Give us your ratings and all that. We'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll definitely be monitoring the YouTube comments and yep. responding. Because yeah. we'll probably get, we'll probably get like two comments. Yeah. Give us some iTunes reviews too. We'd yeah, iTunes it. reviews, five stars, make us feel good. Yeah. Only Let if us... you like it. Yeah. But yeah, only say nice things, please. Please. If you're gonna give us below like three stars, maybe just shut up. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see. We'll pull Michael Scott on that one. Yeah. But yeah. Anything else? Um, yeah, find us where podcasts are sold, and then we'll hang out and be fun. Yeah, show, uh, you know, tell us sh- why we're wrong. Share, uh, share us with other people that love The Office. Yeah, you know, your friends, your family, your Love-wise. helicopter pilot, yeah. your yep. boat. While you, while you're on a plane, yeah, go up to the cockpit and be like, "Hey guys, it's true. Listen to this." Yeah, and guys, then, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of things going on. There's a, bu- a bunch of switches, but. Just, listen, listen to this. You just gotta listen to it. Bada bang. Give them your phone. Walk away. It's theirs now. It's true. You just lost your phone. Congratulations. But it's worth it. You played yourself. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> That's what it takes. It is. It has to be. What you gotta do. Okay. See you, buddy. See ya. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog podcast. <laughs>